This is The Money Factor, I'm Ian Varley. Today we're going to be talking about cybersecurity and the risks to your business on The Money Factor. I'm Ian Varley, welcome to episode three of The Money Factor, where we talk about business issues and your money questions answered. Really pleased to have with me today, Alan Adcock from ASC Group. Hey Alan, how are you? Good, thank you Ian, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. We're gonna be talking about IT issues that can cost your business and cybersecurity risks that you need to be aware of, some common questions that are coming at us through social media. If you have questions, please find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, send your questions into hashtag the money factor. I have antivirus software installed on my computer. Do I have any need to be concerned? That's a great question. Everybody pretty much gets antivirus software pre-installed nowadays on their laptops, but do they keep it up to date? Are they looking at what happens when it's actually intercepting a virus? Personally, I think there are a lot more risks out there these days, not just from viruses that can hit your computers, but from malicious emails. We hear about ransomware, all those sorts of things. Alan, tell us some of the stuff that you're coming across that people need to be aware of. Yeah, thanks, Ian. Um, the antivirus, the traditional antivirus that's out there um, is mostly definitions-based, which means that there is a file that's created um, when uh, a piece of malicious code is identified. There's a definition that's written for that. It's updated. The problem with this is there are so many threats today uh, out there on the internet that those definition files can't keep up anymore. So traditional antivirus really doesn't protect you right. um, from modern threats like the ransomware that you mentioned. Yeah. Um, so we're going to a completely different uh, model in uh, uh, that ans the anti-malware software space. Uh, which is all behavior-based. Okay. So the software watches behaviors on the machine rather yep. than looking for specific code. Okay. Um, so it's kind of a next generation of antivirus, and uh, I recommend everybody will take a look at that. For monitoring that stuff, uh, used to be we'd rely on the end user to get a pop-up window on their machine. Um, right. We don't recommend that anymore. People have got a lot of pop-ups coming up. Yeah. They don't really know what to do with it. Um, so we recommend that those solutions be monitored 24-7 by a cybersecurity operations center. Wow, yeah, it's really scary. I mean, one of the things that concerns me almost every day is the types of emails that come in that look as though they're from somebody you know, but really they're not, and they have links in them that people might click on, or attachments sometimes that people open, and before you know it, you've got something bad on your machine. Is it, you know, virus software is not gonna stop that, right? Well, that's right. So, so the problem is um, AV software and our firewalls rules and all that are designed to keep stuff that you didn't ask for out of your network. Yeah. If you um, go in and open those links and download those files through an email, uh, you're actually asking permission, you're actually giving permission for that code to run yeah. on your network. Yeah. So um, at this point, 74% or so of uh, ransomware attacks yeah. come in via email. Huh. And it's exactly what you mentioned, the embedded it, links that aren't correct and the uh, files that are infected. Right, so I mean, it's more than antivirus software these days, guys. I mean, we have a number of security protocols here. We're constantly telling our people, look, if it's from an email that you've received, you're not expecting it or it's from somebody you don't know or if it appears to be a little bit strange, don't open it, don't click on the link. It's just common sense not to do that. 
because believe it or not, these really can cost your business. Um, you know, ransomware is, is scary. You hear of government agencies that have to pay millions of dollars to try and fix these things. And it can happen just to an average, ordinary business if you're not taking just some common sense um, approaches to checking your emails, but keeping you know, an IT company on hand to, to help you with that. You, know, you get out of date so quickly, you think you know what to do, but the, the cyber criminals out there are way cleverer than, than average users of, of machines, I think. What are the top tips to create an IT security policy for my business? Again, another fantastic question. As a small business owner, it's hard to invest an awful lot of money in this unless you have an expert on your side. I don't know enough about IT and, and what to do. I have to rely on an expert because you know, really you need these policies in place to, to be able to scale your business and keep it safe. Again, always looking to what's the trade-off between how much to spend to prevent an issue and how much is it going to cost to fix an issue? I'd much rather spend my dollars on prevention. So, Alan, tell us some of the things that people should be doing. Yeah, so, so our industry has changed a lot over the years. Um, used to be IT for small business consisted of um, you would uh, call a company uh, to come in. They'd come in, spend a couple of hours setting up something, fixing an issue for you, and then they're gone. Uh, and wait until you have another issue to call them again. Mm. Um, today, really, it's more of an outsourced IT department model to where um, most small businesses don't have enough um, uh, funds or it's not, not feasible to have an IT department on staff. And IT really has grown to the point now where a single IT person in a small business yeah. um, really can't be an expert on everything. Right, so, exactly. So we, we do a lot of, uh, for our small business clients, um, we have about 50% of those have no internal IT department mm -hmm. at all. We actually become that IT department and yep. partner with our client to do that work. And about 50% of them have an IT guy on staff. Yep. Um, and then we augment what that person does gotcha. uh, with specialized skills, particularly around security, because right. it's very difficult for one person to keep up. So you become the policy for that company and, and basically help them out no matter what comes up. Right. So, so as part of that regular maintenance that needs to happen, um, if you have an IT person on your staff, they can handle a lot of the desktop maintenance type of issues. Yeah. Um, typically, we will handle all the server type issues f in that scenario. Yeah. Um, and, and the firewall and monitoring of those uh, antivirus solutions that we right. talked about. Um, if we um, uh, are the outside IT resource for somebody that doesn't have anybody inside, mm. we have um, strict monthly and annual maintenance uh, maintenance um, processes that oh, okay. we do yep. to make sure that everything stays up to date. Gotcha. Um, yeah. You know the the single machine that's not, that nobody's looking at is, is, is the access point. Right? right. So we right. have to be right 100% of the time. The bad guys just have to be right once. Exactly. It's about the weakest link in your system, isn't it? And that can exactly. be a user, that can be an old PC that's not being kept up to date. So again, all these things are very hard for business owners to do when their focus is growing their business, right? So using an expert, again, is the only way, in my opinion. and get hold of somebody that can come in and, and build those protocols for you and help establish some of those weak areas that you may not be thinking of or aware of. So again, spend the money, prevent the issue. Definitely advice that I would give. What are the main areas I need to watch out for?
The main areas in terms of IT risk, uh, again, there are so many. It really depends on your business and what you're trying to do. So, you know, if you've got an environment that has servers or if you've just got remote workers, it can be so many different things. For me and, and Eagle Business Credit, one of the things we're constantly worried about is, again, the threats that come in via email and having somebody accidentally click on a link or open an attachment that before you know it, now we've got something that's sitting on a machine we don't even know. Uh, I've heard horror stories that Alan can probably share with us as well in terms of people that can download stuff and it tracks every key that you press. So if you've gone into your uh, personal bank account, now all of a sudden they've got everything they need to, to open that. So key issues, again, it depends on the business, I would say. But again, go to an expert. That person can come in and help you find what those issues are. So what kind of things are you seeing? Oh, we're seeing a lot of different threats in the, in the IT environment today. Um, biggest ones we've seen recently are around wire fraud. Uh, okay. um, yeah. So we're seeing a lot of yeah. um, people being compromised uh, via email, via um, malware that yeah. then sits quietly on a system mm -hmm. and watches for an opportune time. We, had a, a, um, we heard about a closing attorney whose email had been compromised. Uh, they were watching those uh, emails coming back and forth. Somebody sent wire wiring instructions via yeah. email, yeah. which you should never do. Right. Um, it was intercepted, and they did a transfer out of that account prior to the real estate closing. Wow. So yeah. uh, really bad day uh, when you're trying to, trying to close a real estate transaction. This is where those things really turn into a cost to your business. Um, now, it's really hard to prevent but you've got to have somebody on site that will make you focus on it. Don't just focus on your business and hope to pray that everything is going to be okay. Um, you have to have somebody really helping you drill into to those kind of issues because it is scary. And these things do happen. I mean, we've had situations where emails come in that look as though they're from me or from somebody else, and they're really not. Absolutely. So, again, being aware of the kind of threats that are out there because someone somewhere is probably going to try and hit your company at some point. You might think you're a small business, you're insulated from it. You're not. Is that right? That's right. So every business that has an internet connection is continuously being probed by uh, these actors yeah. on the internet. So, yeah. so it's not that you're being specifically targeted in most cases uh, as a small business. They're looking for weaknesses right. um, just as a general course. Yep. And they're going to look for that lowest, low-hanging fruit to try to um, come in and um, either use your company as a launch point for another attack, right. or the, the main thing now is ransomware. Yeah. So they're just gonna come in, once they've got a foothold in, they're gonna encrypt all of your machines and all of your data and force you to pay a ransom if you want that data back. The latest statistics I saw is about 50% of small businesses that get hit by ransomware are out of business in the next 12 months. Wow. Uh, it's really serious. Yeah. Uh, particularly if it's a company that you're doing business with, yeah. um, you want them to be stable, obviously, um, moving forward. So it's a big risk for both you and the, the company that's gonna get, that I may gotcha. potentially get hit. Um, end user training for yeah. those emails is huge. That's important. Um, there's more and more training content out there. Mm -hmm. um, we've got training programs that we can, uh, that we deploy into our clients. Mm -hmm. uh, we can actually test them. Yep. We can do what's called a phishing attack okay. where you're trying to send a 
email that that's right. not legit so, so we can actually alert to, to the exactly issues, right? so you're, yeah. you we, we go through the test you watch the videos you take the test yeah we wait a little given time and uh, and then go and test in real life and wow. see if you're see I bet if that's the uh, quite interesting and quite scary probably uh, for business, business owners are yeah. continuously surprised yeah um, by yeah. what that what they see so well, listen these these are not scare stories thank you Alan it, it helps everybody think about what to do and how to prevent this kind of thing from happening to your business. Really appreciate you coming on to The Money Factor today, Alan. It's been great talking to you as always. But uh, anybody with any questions on, on what we've been talking about or if you've got other questions you want to send in, please find us on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook. We're even on Instagram these days. But uh, if you have questions, send them in. Hashtag The Money Factor. We'd love to help you.